Hey, welcome to Arkansas for a dizzy minus this show where we cover the gacha game Arcanites on mobile. I'm Veer. I'm Kat, and apparently tonight I've chosen cannibalism. Yeah, you did choose this. So for the listeners, this for this episode, since we've went through the prologue in the first chapter in the last episode, at this point we would You'd be able to do all the fun side stuff that'll event- well, occasionally happen. So I decided to give Cat a choice of doing a set of vignette that there, vignettes, and a side story, or continuing the main story. <laughs> which she yeah. chose the bonus stuff, which technically children of if Ursa isn't the first batch of vignettes to come up to be released, but it's one that like directly happens during the events of the prologue and chapter one of the main story, so I figured it was fitting to cover that. Well, for me. But Granny and the Knight's Treasure is the first side story to come out, which is also very... The lighthearted treasure hunt adventures, so hopefully that being the back half will kind of even things out. We'll find out. Yeah. So, well, before you start the timer, if I'm probably, like, with the vignettes, it's mostly just, like, technically it's slice of life, but with kind of implications of the stuff that went bad, or what happened into these kids it's, and I could just recap the vignettes but that'll probably go like not cut well accidentally go over the like past all of the you know kind of juicy bits that I know you wanted so rather than giving you the direct like summary of the vignettes do you want me to just go over the crazy stuff yeah let's do that Alright. Alright, go ahead and start the timer. And starting. Okay, so the events of the Children of Ursa, also sometimes called, well, I have seen it addressed as the middle school tragedy by at least one or two people, is basically an event that happened in Kronobolg, the Grand Reunion, like, basically invaded and basically he he like there's children at school at the time and basically a whole bunch of reunion soldiers like surrounded start surrounding all the schools mm-hmm. at the start they were kind of led by one of the reunion leaders named who goes by the title Patriot which he Basically, just like he came in, took all the adults, period, for the fact that the the adults were going to like try to band together to do like some kind of counterattack, which would have gotten the kids called into crossfire, and Patriot didn't want that. Like, we haven't gotten to him in the main storyline, but basically, his personality type is, um, well, he'll. He's willing to be associated with people who do war crimes. 
like nuking a like he won't nuke the city himself, but he will help out. But he won't do the war crimes himself. So yeah. Oh. Hey, sweet. But I want to so, do war crimes. Well, he doesn't want to murder the children. He's he's fine with working with people who's super down for murdering children, but he won't do it himself. Fine. Don't worry, because it's basically as like a day or two after he leaves, he's he's um everyone's favorite character to hate. Mephisto pops up. Do you remember Mephisto, the kid with the cane? The kind of look- well, basically, he decides to put all the kids into one school, like gather up all the kids from around the city, just stuff them into one school. So either this guy has or hasn't read Lord of the Flies, and this honestly could go either way. Well, Mephisto knew Mephisto. Red Wolverine and wanted that to happen. Oh, okay. Because his, he knew for a fact that one school would not have enough food for all the kids. And he just set up a whole bunch of reunion soldiers around the school to basically keep kids from running away. Hmm. So, again, Mephisto, Red Wolverine, Lord of the Fry, Flags, and was. Very interested to do that in real life, or not do th- do it in real life himself, but watch a whole bunch of other kids do it in real life. Mm-hmm. So basically, he, as you guess, Lord of the Fries happened, and we basically come across. Oh, this is where our kind of main group comes in, uh. which <laughs> I'll introduce at least. Introduce them in the order that the vignettes introduce them. So first we have if Gummy, or codename Gummy. You let me check her actual name. Oh. Um. Yeah. Linda. She has a frying pan. And then we're introduced to to Sonia and Anna. <laughs> There's also Rosaline and Natalia. <laughs> All right, I'm digging these designs. So, Linda, Anna, and Natalia are nobles, while Sonia and and Rosalind are colonies. Okay. That's important because how the Ruler of the Fly stuff is going on is basically a lot of the nobles are basically decided to set up their own shop for food stores, who are also being led by Natalia. There is technically another person, but she doesn't have a portrait. And so how things go down for me is basically Sonia, Linda, Anna, Rosalind, and the the fifth member who (laughs) will go unnamed right now. Oh, you know what? Never mind. I'm going to go ahead and say her name because so because it's not going to be that much of a twist. Um, Vika is the name of one of Anna's friends, who is also, I believe, also a noble. But and her deal is well, one of the things that's notable about her is that she carries a stuffed bear. It won't. It definitely doesn't mean anything. 
Don't worry about it. Oh, no, don't that, say stuff, that. that stuff animal isn't going to become some weird PTSD symbol. But anyway, anyway, he, uh, the school luckily has two like storehouses of food. Unluckily, some asshole decided to set fire to one of them. The person who, the kid who does it, isn't very really named or too important. All I know is that he, they most likely did it as a like, oh, I'm going to die. Might as well take everyone else with me. So that cut down a lot of food supply. And so a couple of weeks go by, still no food. So. Sonia tries to break into the storehouse that the nobles have kind of, like, taken up, like, set up shopping to try to steal some food, which ends up going bad when Sonia and Natalia get into a conflict, which sets another fire off, burning down the second and last storehouse of food, mm-hmm. leaving only whatever scraps of food that was actually inside of the school property. So, over the course of a month, after both storehouses of food burnt down, basically, again, like I said, Lord of the Flies happened, a whole bunch of children die, and... Oh, no. And, and I want you to look at Gummy for a moment. The character of the frying pan? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I like Gummy. So, during the course of this, like, while everyone is starving, Gummy's seem to pick up a, like, Gummy, he is someone who has, like, extremely high metabolism. Oh, no. And so, she's someone who has to eat more than others. Oh, I don't like where this is going. And so, while it's not stayed in, stay out, stayed in the vignettes, how it's described in the vignettes is that Gummy has a habit. Whenever she's starving and gets to a certain point of starving, she'll sometimes black out. So oh, anyways, Gummy oh, starts to bring mysterious meat to all the other to the rest of her crew. Oh, it's like that one video game where like you think it's like a little fun, cute cooking game and then it turns out not. Kitchen buddies or kitchen friends, something like that. Yeah. That's so anyway, Gummy starts showing up with mystery meat that she refuses to tell the others where she got it from. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm very worried. So, anyway, yeah, doing this whole thing, think it somewhat becomes known that Sonia, who's leading, like, Harold group with Gummy, Anna, and Lozen, have <laughs> food, so... Anna's friend Vika kind of sneaks in to try to steal some of their food, food for the nobles, and this leads to a complication with her and Anna, who is the only one in the room at the time. Which basically Vika tries to climb out of the window, and while she had entered through the window, so she could have easily like climbed up or down, due to Anna like trying to stop her. She ends up slipping. In this room, it's on the fourth floor. And, but Anna is able to catch her, but Anna starts thinking. Vika's always tried to steal food from them. 
and she knows how to get in with ease. And even though Anna had offered the, her a price of them, Vikas kind of threw her large with the nobles. So while Vika is pleading for Anna to pull her up, Anna just lets go. Hmm. With the only thing left in the room of Vika's was being her stuffed bear. Like, and since the others could see that Vika's on, like, dead on the ground outside of the window, mm-hmm. they just assumed that Anna had tried to catch, like, save her, but wasn't able to get there at the last second. So, Anna just keeps that up. Doesn't tell them that she actually intentionally just let Vika drop. And at this point, in for reunion soldiers, the soldiers have basically left. So, mm-hmm. however, the city is in chaos. So, basically, most of his so the students kind of just stay in the school because it's at this point it is technically the safest place. But mm. also, this is where we'll talk about another character. She named there. Hold on, Zoya. And basically, she was able to sneak out of the school to where she tried to get help. Oh no, that usually doesn't end well. Um. Well, she finds out that her father had learned about it, and since he was with the uh, police, he's, he was able to kind of, like, gather up a group of other officers to try to rescue the students. So hearing that, Zonia basically goes back to the school, hoping to meet up with her father and help, only to find that it, there's a pile of bodies being burnt. Can you guess who's in the pile of bodies? The one that just went missing? The one uh, absent? The one that tried to get help? No, her dad. Oh, shit. Yeah, it turns out the students just gained up on the adults and just murdered them. So basically, this is Lord of the Fries, but if the scene where the adult shows up, all the kids just take their rage on that one adult and kills them. So yeah, it that basically traumat- obviously traumatized Izonia, which, fun I fact. I think it most people. Yeah. Fun fact. Do you see that kind of revolver wand that she's holding? Uh, let me flip back to it. Hang on. Yes. Yeah, that's her dad's. That's the last okay. thing of her father's that she was able to get. Oh, shit. So, yeah. Basically, besides that... Um, like, basically, like, Zone, like, everyone trapped in the school, like, like, Sonya, like, I already mentioned that Gummy's been coming in with mystery meat, which, again, no one says that she's doing a little bit of cannibalism, but, mmm, she does have a habit of biting people when she gets hungry, so. As one does. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. And Anna or like or mentioned how she kind of killed one of her best friends to protect the group. And basically this Rosalind and Sonia don't really come out like 
squeaky cream either because again you have people like you have kids trying like killing each other over food so everyone basically has blood on their hands somewhere or somehow and eventually some Rhode Island operatives show up and are able to escort for surviving children out of the city so who yay all these children have PTSD, such as Natalia, who's the one who's, like, in charge of the nobles. Well, well, she basically blames herself for all, like, all the food being burned up, even though Sonia, at least for the second storehouse of food, Sonia does kind of shave her brain for, like, causing the fire to start. But, yeah. Sonia has... PTSD-related dreams where a doppelganger of her basically forces her to relive the memories that of her time at the mills, like, doing that whole tragedy. Anna's basically dealing with the fact that she's killed one of her best friends, and she still carries around Viker's stuff there. But she addresses as Vika now. So, yeah. Lovely. Any questions before we move on to the lighthearted side story? Uh, no, no, let's let's just keep going. Anyway, we're going to move on to the side story. Granny and the Knight's Treasure. And I'm saying Granny, but it's spelled G-R-A-N-I. Because that's her name. Uh-huh. So anyway, he... This, well, this came out during, like, the first, like, during the reunion arc was still going on. And it's implied, like, in hindsight, it's implied that it is set after it. <laughs> but, anyway, we were introduced, well, we open up to, basically, a character named Carol. They get a picture of her. If my phone will let it, there you go. Basically, he's, Carol is being, like, beaten up by two, they're called bounty hunters, but they're more like bandits or treasure hunters. But I'll keep, call, like, address them as bounty hunters since the game calls them that. But basically, the bounty hunters are looking for information on in this treasure which they believe Carol knows for whereabouts, but Carol refuses to tell them anything. And, and while they're trying to beat the information out of her, it's up a, a person who is mistaken as a knight, but is actually part of, well, was once part of the, the, the Victorian and mounted police, but now Rhode Island operative, Granny shows up and basically beats up the bounty hunters and saves Carol. Yay, I like her ears. Yeah, she's a horse girl. But anyway, he Granny had gotten like like done rid of the distress calls that Carol has been trying to send out. And so she's there to help Carol and her village like deal with with the bounty hunters that's basically all been running around 
attacking people, trying to find and trying to basically tear down, basically tearing down like t the buildings, all in the search for uh, this mystical treasure that was left by a legendary knight. <laughs> and basically, the um, shenanigans happen. There's a moment where Granny and Carol get are running from the bounty hunters and they hide out in the attic of one of the buildings. Means Kale gets frustrated, Granny is shown in protagonist and doesn't seem to notice that Kale's getting hard and bothered. Or correction. She blushed she brushed there. There. Yeah. Are you good I can there? Speak words. She's sure blushing. In, but with the implications that uh, she's getting, she seems to have a thing for Granny and in close corners to each other. But again, Granny is shown in protagonist, so she does not notice. So more shenanigans happen. This where Granny beats up some bounty hunters. Kale and Granny meet up, well, meet this guy who goes by the type, well, goes by the name Big Bob. And they all agree. He agrees to help them come out I'm as long as. Which totally. basically, Big Bob agrees to help Granny and Kel out as long as he gets a cut of the treasure. Uh huh. Which sure. Kel does know the location of. It's just that she didn't want to give it to the bounty hunters because she needed the money to basically pay for anyone who came to stop the bounty hunters. So. Granny, Carol, and Big Bob try to go to get the treasure, and they also are also introduced to another character, Nate, who goes unnamed for a little bit, but is named Scotty, and she's basically introduced. Like how she shows up is she's just like beating all the bounty hunters up in one go to a. It basically, there's a whole bunch of bounty hunters that's just running away from her, calling her a monster. And Granny recognizes her as another member, uh, like another operative for Rose Island, and tries to talk to her. Which Scarly just says, like, orders Granny to hand over Carol. Which Granny, already having promised to protect Carol, refuses. So Scarly attacks her. If Granny, Carol, and Big Bob like make a run for it while Scotty is chasing after them. After them. Luckily, another group of bandits try to ambush them, which kind of just serves to get in Scotty's way to allow Granny, Carol, and Big Bob to basically shake her trail. Mm -hmm. And at one point, he did. Like, at one point, it's found out that like Big Bob gets injured and is revealed that he is infected. But Granny, being the shonen protagonist, is is basically like, oh, who? Well, it still hurts, so I'm just going to help you. Which, like, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm pretty sure, like, in it, people. Civilians believe that, like, 
you could catch the infection by like physical contact. However, yeah. I don't think that's actually true. It's just a myth that's like like a anti-infected myth to stigmatize infected people more. <laughs> but I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. Also, when I'm referring to infected, I mean like people infected with the uh, um, Orpheum, basically Wait, for fantasy cancer. Oh, okay. That you get from, well, the fantasy radiation poisoning would probably be more accurate, which you get from being exposed to fantasy uranium. <laughs> but yeah, Big Bob is infected with that, but it, Granny and Kel aren't in prejudice against infected people, so they, he's still. Patch up Big Ball's runes and carry on with the treasure hunt. <laughs> Eventually, the bounty hunters and Scotty, these four separately, catch back up. Which basically, as soon as the bounty hunters see Scotty, they decide to decide to back off. But Big Bob stays behind to oh, oh, but there. Before that, they also realize that. It seems like a group of reunion members have also showed up. Mm -hmm. And at this point, I mean, this is where Big Bob decides to stay behind to hold them off while Granny and Carol go for the treasure. So, Granny and Carol go to the treasure, well, to the caves where the treasure is kept. And turns out there's more reunion members there. And. The bounty hunters do pop up to fight, but they basically Scott well, Granny beats them up and then Scotty scares the rest away. Which Scotty is still after kill, so Scotty and Granny fight heat and then well, they is fight until the moment where the union the union members surround them and it's revealed that Big Bob is actually part of a reunion group. Granted, they are extra union members who have, well, who have defected and are after the treasure to basically move to the country of Colombia, which is Arknight's version of the United States, because they don't care about if you're infected or not as long as you have money. Mm -hmm. So, who basically. The reunion defectors' plans are to get the treasure so they can be rich and go live in peace. But since Granny has promised to help Kale get the treasure, she's basically going to stand up and fight. So basically, Big, Big Bob, Granny, and Scotty have a three-way fight, which at... Like, once Big Bob is out of commission, he basically said, like, Scotty tries to get him to fight more, but Big Bob is just like, like I'm just here to survive. Like, we want the treasure, but we're not going to throw our lives away for it. I'd also kind of like to live. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He does try to convince Granny to give him the treasure, which Grant... He reminds them, like, you know, we always promised you a cut of the treasure. <laughs> Which, at this point, Big Bob is like, oh, yeah, 
I honestly thought she was kind of lying about that. I didn't know you was on it. Was being honest. And at this point, Scotty basically states that her whole mission here was to get the key that Carol had that was would be used to open the you know, treasure chest because it's apparently a red magical artifact that will drain the blood of anyone who uses it. I can't see anybody misusing that somehow. Uh. However, it, while Carol is willing to use it to open the treasure chest so that her village could be saved, mm-hmm. Granny decides to take the key to open it herself, seeing that if she dies, she's basically fulfilled her promises, and but if she's very confident that she won't die, because it's a small key, so it can't take that much blood. Right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Granny passes out and goes into a coma for a couple of days from all the blood loss. Of course she does. But it, the village gets, this, gets her treasure, Big Bob and, and all of his fellow defected reunion members get their cut, so they're able to move to... Arknights United States and start up a farm. Granny convinces Scotty to help clear out the rest of the bounty hunters as repayment for kind of also accidentally destroying some of the village, like the buildings in the village. Right. And eventually, once that's over with in like a week or two, Scotty. He just leaves because she's a lonely type. He and Granny he stays behind to say farewell to Carol. But before Granny goes, someone runs up with a letter from Rhode, from Rhode Island, which took a long time because the village that they're in is kind of just out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Which really. Basically just states that, hey, Scotty is apparently going in your direction. We don't have her assigned to a mission, so she's just doing things on her own. Just letting you know. Which, Granny is just like, hey, huh, a bit late for that. And basically makes a paper airplane and just again says goodbye to Carol. And that's technically Granny and the Knight's treasure. But there is a kind of like epilogue thing. <laughs> so, first off, we have a scene where we're in a car, like we're at Rhode, the, we're at Rhode Island, and we're in a kind of like medical room. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the scene kind of starts off with this kind of poem, which I'll go ahead and read off. We should stuff him into a sack and hang him on the mask at dawn. We should slit his throat and offer him to the ocean as a tribute to the raging hurricane. Well, all right then. Mm-hmm. And this is where we're introduced to another character, which did I not save a picture of her? Oh, give me a second and I'll just... Get a picture of her on my computer. I'm a professional. Sure. We're all professionals here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, 
but I'm doing this. It's basically she's in one of the hospital beds. She wakes up because Scotty shows up, but she doesn't recognize her. Uh, and the character's name is Specter. I like. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he they basically have a conversation and basically Specter asks Scotty who she is, but that does mention that she looks familiar. Scotty tells her to just see treat her like any of the other Rhode Island operatives, which Specter is how much time do I have? Uh, let me check the timer. We're at about 37 minutes. Okay. This is actually a short scene, so I might... Do you want me to just actually read it to you? Yeah, sure. Okay. After the whole point thing, thing, we have Spectre go, Ah, that same dream again. Then we have Scotty, who they have under question mark, question mark, question mark, just dot a dot. Spectre, who is it? Oh, it's just you. Hmm. I can't even seem to remember your name. Scotty slash question mark, question mark, question mark. That doesn't matter, just treat me like any normal Rhode Island operator. Brady, you look, you look like you're in pain. Spectre, it's just another nightmare. Dark fragments showing in my consciousness beneath, hidden beneath the shadows of that broken church. When I approach them, they turn into shackles and drag me down t- into the deep sea. Mm-hmm. Scotty, dot dot dot, but soon they'll be, there will be a way to escape your torment. Spectre, heh, is that so? That'd be great, but why should I trust you? Heh, your aura, I'm quite familiar with it. No, it's your smell. It's an pugnant smell, the smell of blood. Their smell. The smell of the deep sea. It's familiar and abhorrent smell. Scotty, is Did that he so? Did he say a porn smell? Ab- abhorrent. Oh, abhorrent. Okay, that makes more sense. And then Scotty replies, is that so? Respected goes, <laughs> can you tell me your name? But Scotty just says, Scotty. Respected. <laughs> Interesting. So why did you decide to show up here? You're not supposed to be here without permission from Calcit. Unless you're not afraid of me ripping you to pieces. Scotty, I am afraid. Just like everyone else. However, I'm used to fear. It's time to go. By the time I come back, things may have already moved forward. However, you can forget about... However, you can forget all about me, just like before. Spectre, where are you going? Scotty, to where the secret is buried. He, then there's a background to black. Scotty, place far, far away from you. And basically, the other stuff is a scene with, <laughs> with Calcit, like Scotty meets with Calcit, which... Do you remember Calcit, or should I post a picture of her? Uh, post a picture, because chances are good, I don't remember. Alright, just give me a moment. I'm going to use her, her second piece, like, second art piece that you get from leveling her up, because it actually shows a good... Mostly because I like the... 
take for art? Because it's basically just a JoJo's reference. Oh no. Okay, that is pretty badass though. Mm-hmm. But yeah. This is another short scene, so I'll just go ahead and read it. Which it does show a picture of a key, so I'll save that. But anyway, scene starts. Scotty, stop right there, Calcit. Calcit, you're back. So did you think things through or Scotty? You wanted this, right? Take it. Calcit, you acted un the unlatedly without permission. I do not interfere in the private affairs of op- our operators, nor do I ask them what they did in their free time. As long as they do not tarnish Rose Island reputation, I hope that whatever you did does not cost you, cost you your position in Rose Island, Scotty. Scotty, I'm not here for your snide remarks. I'm well aware of rules. You need something from me, and I need something from you. Calcit, what do you want from me then? Scotty, information. And this is where the key is shown. So I'll go ahead and upload that. Anyway, Calcit, do you consider the information I have to be rough as little as this key? Scotty, I can crush this stone in the palm, my palm in a heartbeat. I'm sure you don't want that. Calcit. What I do know is that you went to Duville in in Casimir's under pretenses of being on a mission, and even got into a conflict with a fellow operator. She kept crying about what happened both there and at Rose Island for your shake for your sake. But in fact, I never assigned any mission any such mission to you. Hmm. The core has already been filled with blood. This is not your blood. You and there shared your own blood into this soul. Soil. Scotty, it's Granny's blood. Calcid, you've already done something like this? Scotty, I'll, I'll repay her. You don't need to remind me. I know this is what you need. A key, a core, a memory block. Whatever it might be. I just have to attain it. Skull, full flame lung, yellow smog, I took all of them out. Otherwise, they surely would have taken this item. You wouldn't be able to bother them, because you can't give them what they want. You need this stone, and I need the, the information you have. <laughs> Calcid, what a fierce, um, what a farce. I don't need any of these components to form a fo- the full picture. You're bound to Rose Iron by contract, and you're bound to me likewise. Scotty, you give me what I need, and I give you what you need. Calcid, I rarely see you this aggressive. So, where's your usual laziness and snark? You want to know where is or there? Original nerve agent came from. Scotty, how did you find out? Background phase out. Well, Calcid speaking in Argian. And official hunters are bound by blood. Then back to, I guess, English. There's nothing that. Nothing I don't know. Scotty, 
Give me the info. Background phase in. Calcite. Very well. As long as you follow me. As long as you follow my every order, I might even decide to help you. The condition is as long as you follow my every order, Scotty, I only follow those who are trustworthy. Calcid. I never go back on my road. And that's the scene. And scene. But yeah, that's basically it. And just to let you know that all that in that prologue, the group Calcid, Spectre, and Scotty, is basically just foreshadowing to another side story that comes much later. But I can. If you want, I can give you the trailer for that event. Just give me a moment to... Boy, if you don't stop biting me, we're going to have a problem. Copy. I'll go ahead and put in the answer reports. And I'm assuming we all, we still have time. Yeah, we've still got some time unless you want to do like questions later. Or do we even have questions? Uh, I don't think we have questions, but if you want... Go ahead and watch this trailer, even though you don't really have much context for it. All right, give me a second. I'm hitting play now. Mm-hmm. Oh, badass. So, do you want to describe for the audience what that trailer was? Right now, she's shredding the shit out of some shit, and it was like a chainsaw on a pole. Mm-hmm. I'm loving this. Uh, is it still going for you? Yep. I've been. I don't understand half of what's going on, but it looked badass. Mm-hmm. There's a thingy with a lighthouse, and a lantern got tossed out, and then another lady looked in the mirror and poked it, and then got all badass with a table saw and a pole. Mm-hmm. And then some kind of pirate lady saw the first lady with the pole saw, and then didn't look very happy. Yeah, that is kind of just what betrayal is. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much what it is, but it was also badass. Yeah, yeah the scene where she used her... Both saw to go up the wall is pretty neat. I freaking love the saw on the pole thing. Mm-hmm. Would you be surprised if I told you that she's a fan favorite? I would be honestly stunned and shocked. That was sarcasm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, let me ask for... Oh, should I ask anyone if anyone has a question? Or should I um... just... I'd say if, I mean, they've known we were going to record it, I'd say let's just leave that for now. Yeah. Plus, we're both yawning a lot. <laughs> yeah, I guess we just won't have questions this episode. Fuck all of you, no questions for you. <laughs> yeah, you had a couple of days to put them in, but y'all didn't, so. And they had your last minute warning, too, before we even started, so they don't get to complain. Mm-hmm. Deep Sea just said have fun. Well, did you guess have what, fun? I did, so fuck you, Deep Sea. I'm just kidding, I love you. You become important very right on in the side stories. As shown by this... Hmm? Uh, I, so, no, sorry, my brain didn't click there fast enough. Never mind. I was thinking, like, the monsters that they was fighting in that one trail from deep in the ocean. And also, Scotty and Spectre are also from deep in the ocean. Very nice. That's why they call abyssal hunters. Because they hunt in the abyss. That is for deep ocean. That did look pretty abyssy. But anyway, that's been Arkansas for Arknight's recap series. That's kind of like 
haphazardly stapled onto the side of Disney Minus. I've been Veer. I've been Cat. Um, you can find me on patreon.com slash Disney Minus, but if you don't want to pay whoever has that Patreon, you can just join our Discord. We also have Trinity. I don't know if it's Trinity. Is it just Disney Minus? The Twitter, uh, Disney Minus Pod. Okay. Buzz your plugs. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Z-87. You can also find me with Steven and totally Nero, who is not Veer, uh, on the normal Disney Minus podcast, as well as Reverse Rebirth, which is where I'm getting get dragged kicking and screaming through Kingdom Hearts by Steven. Mm-hmm. You can also find both of us is eventually on Radiant Beats. Yes, we are. We are filming oh. that. It's just going to be a while. Mm-hmm. Well, you can you can find me there now, oh. but eventually. You can hear me now. I will be on there till later. <laughs> yeah, Cat will eventually be there. Don't worry. Slowly but surely, I will be there. Anyway, um, I'll just take the catchphrase from the event that I did the trailer for. Um, the Golden Age will will return. See you next time. <laughs> and as we say for all of our podcasts, fuck Disney. Fuck Disney. <laughs>